All right, so welcome to the very first Contacts to Contracts podcast. I'm Brian Lovell with my co-host, Mr. John Jones. So our big thing, our goal first and foremost is to add massive value um, to our audience, to our listeners. Um, And every week we're gonna be focusing on some tips and tricks to help you in your business. Um, Even though this is directed primarily towards mortgage and real estate, I think what you'll find is we're going to have some relative conversations that will probably help you out in any business um, that you're in, especially if you're in any sales or business-to-business related um, business. So, John, I don't know about you, but uh, my kids, they're back to school. Back to school. Back to school. Week number two for us. Week number two. So, I I figured, you know, being that it's uh, back to school right now, uh, it's a pretty relevant topic to talk about. Um, because it's is like any other, unlike any other school year that we've ever had. So how's it, how, how's being principal so far? It's gone well so far. Yeah. My wife is an excellent vice principal. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had to step in yet. So it's, it's going, it's going well. Yeah. Good. Much better this year, or the start of this year than it was in the spring for us. I think they're a little more prepared. So the kids seem to be, you know, yeah. better off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, um. You know, I think it'll be interesting to see kind of how it plays out um, throughout the year. Now, you, your kids, they brick and mortar or are they at home? They're at home for nine weeks. So okay. we're, we're in week number two of the nine weeks. Okay. And then we make the decision whether to keep them home or set them in. Yeah. So we're, we're in something similar. Now, at least in my home, um, you know, uh, my, my wife goes to work every single day. And currently I am working um, from the Valrico branch of Van Dyke Mortgage. Um, which means that's in my house and I'm, and you're doing the same. And it provides a little bit of an interesting dynamic. It sure does. I mean, it's, it's kind of, you've, you've got to set some uh, parameters and, um, you know, to keep the kids focused on what they're supposed to be doing during the week, during the mm-hmm. day, while they're in school, as well as respecting both my wife and I, who are set up in the Jones residence, um, you know, working from home. So we have to have quiet time and separate them from coming and knocking on our door, asking for a snack. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. So so just figured we spent a little bit of time today kind of talking about, you know, what are the challenges that are presented with back to school, whether you're a parent, uh, whether you're a loan originator, or a real estate agent, whatever that's a parent dealing with helping your children in the back to school, whether they're brick and mortar or whether they're um, doing e-learning like both of ours do. Either way, it presents some challenges because sure. the school year is a little bit different. And quite frankly, the way that we're doing business right now is a little bit different as well. So with all of these changes, it's easy to um, you know find yourself in some interesting opportunities or challenges that you've never had to go through before or never expected. Um, on top of that, I think right now in our business, things are busier than they have ever been before. So you're riding the bullet train of doing mortgages and selling real estate in a time, I don't know that we've seen this busy since, I mean, you've been in the business longer than me. Never had a run like this. Never had a run like this. And on top of that now, you're throwing this curveball with back to school. So what, what do you think are some of the challenges that um, you know originators, sales professionals are experiencing right now with this, this current season we're in? Uh, you know, I mean, it goes back to when we all essentially in March, I think, when we had to isolate and go into lockdown. Um, you know, we talked business planning in 19 going into 20. 
And I think within 60 days, we had to pivot and completely change direction, which um, I I think we did rather well in our industry. We were, um, you know, we're fortunate that we were were able to, you know, quickly move, pivot, and work remote from home. So our team has done that, and I think we've we've excelled at it right from the the get-go. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, everything rises and falls on leadership, right? And uh, and I think our team's done a really great job on all levels and all departments of leading through that. But what what we wanted to spend a little bit of time today is I, I realize that there's some challenges that you're likely facing um, in your business with back to school and as busy as we are. And our business underwriting turn times are probably higher than we've ever seen, right? So you're doing twice as much business and it's taking not quite twice as long, but it is taking longer um, the norm, you know, to yeah. get, get your files through. Um, you know, we're also in an environment where like our, our guys as, as loan officers, our guys and gals, they're trying to balance refi and purchase. And right now refis are smoking hot, but so is purchase. And like, we really haven't ever seen a season where we had both going at the same time. And I think one of the challenges that presents somebody in our business right now is what's the right mix Right, because you don't want to lose sight of your core business either. Um, I think some of the other challenges were in a different work environment than we've ever been in before. Um, A lot of folks working from home, and our routines are off. You know, and and by the way, I would say our routines are off, probably in large regard to no fault of our own. They just got thrown um, in there, and uh, you know, and then on top of that, with the back to school, like you are now the principal, vice principal, guidance counselor, PE coach, teacher. The whole nine Lunch yards. Made. So what I figured we could do is let's talk about some solutions um, that could help folks through, you know, a time such as this. Yeah, I mean, I think it's having a plan, you know, I mean, my wife and I, again, we didn't have the plan necessarily back in April um, when the kids were home from school as the schools didn't have the plan you know, set up well to prepare and, and, and educate, you know, in the, in the last two months of the year. Um, going into the fall, fall semester, I mean, it seems to have gone much smoother. So we're happy. We were worried that it was going to be a big, you know, a mm-hmm. potential big hiccup. Um, yeah. I know you're in your first week. I mean, how's it going in Hillsborough? Um, we're off to a pretty slow start, um, you know, but um, I, I think, you know, my word of the day right now would be patience. And, you know, I need to have patience with the kids. I need to have patience with the teachers and the administrators at the school as well. Mm-hmm. They're trying to deal with this. And uh, I just think, you know, patience all around um, would be my word of the day. But, you know, I, I think that, you know, kind of what we're what we're segueing into right now is, you know, what are some of the solutions? And you mentioned that it starts with a plan. Um and, you know, you, I know that you've probably got some solutions you've put into place at your home and some of mine are probably different. Neither one's right or wrong. Um, but I think there are some things that you can do because he, here's what I would imagine happens in the majority of cases. And in the majority of cases, what happens is the kids rule. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. And so what happens is the day runs you instead of you running the day. And we go into the day with, hey, I'm going to try to work. Let's say it's between nine and five while constantly getting interrupted by, hey, I need help with this. I can't figure out how to log into that. I don't understand what the directions are to this assignment or whatever it is. And now whatever you were focused on in, whatever you were in the zone on, whatever momentum you had in your day, 
you know, just got an emergency brake pulled up on it and you're Derailed. Kind of starting over. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You know, you're starting all over again. And so, you know, I think, you know, what I think you've got to identify is when does the day start and when does the day end? And I will tell you, having worked from home now for almost six months, that doesn't a, that's a challenge. It, yeah. Right. Is I don't know when the workday starts and when the workday ends a lot. And I, I think that as a parent who's in our business and is also trying to help their children right now, you've got to put some a schedule together. What does your workday actually look like and what does your kids school day work like? And what I mean by that is, you know, you might find yourself in a situation where instead of you starting your workday at 9 a.m. and working until whenever, five or six o'clock, maybe you're going to put a pause on the morning and you say, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to get the kids started at school at 830. I'm going to help them till about 1030 and then I'm going to work, take a break for lunch get them going back after lunch and then finish my workday. So now your workday may not be fluid, meaning it's all the way from nine to five, but it's got some starts and some stops in it, but it's defined. And most importantly, that's important for not just you in your business, but it's important for your child too, to understand, hey, this is when mom or dad is gonna be available. For your sanity, for your health. Yeah. (laughs) You know. I mean, I think when we first started working remote from home, most of us admittedly probably worked much harder, much longer days mm-hmm. than we normally would. I mean, yeah, yeah the business was booming, mm-hmm. but there was nowhere we, where we could go and get away. Um, you were stuck at your home and we were getting up. I know myself, I was up at, you know, get up typically early at 6, 6.30, log in. I can see other folks starting to log in and then 6.30 at night, we're still online and you know, still sitting for a lot of us at the same desk that we started the day at. Yeah. You know, so part of part of adjusting your routine, I think it's important that, you, you know, you have a plan that you get up and move around during the day. You've heard That's me talk to too. my to my team here. Um, you know, it's every every hour, you know, you need to have a five minute get up and walk around, go out, take a little walk around the neighborhood. Um, take the dog for a walk, you know, just get up and stretch. I know for me, I've started doing the little push-up thing, you know, every hour yeah. try to drop down and do 10 push-ups because yeah. I, I wasn't able to get up and go to the gym and do my normal activity. And, and, and you know, I felt myself w- w- with my age, uh, getting a little tight and stiff, sitting there 10, 12 hours a day. Yeah. Not good for you. No, it's not, not at all. I mean, that's a, that's a good thing too, because I, I think that we lose sight of that a lot that um, we're so busy and we're so ingrained in what we're doing that you literally could sit there eight or 10 hours and almost never move. I mean, I, I think, I mean, there's a lot of times I don't even stop to take lunch. Um, absolutely. It, I think most of us are eating, sitting at a desk. Yeah. I mean, you it's, know, while it's, you're on a phone call or a zoom or whatever it is that you may yep. be doing, you're, you're yep. doing it while you're, so, you know, going back to like that plan, you know, I think that you've got to put some plans in place so that both your student and you understand what the day actually looks like, just as if it was a normal school year or work day, right? I mean, mm-hmm. my routine was got up early, got a workout in, took the kids to school. Once they were at school, my work day started. And let's be honest, like I really didn't worry about what they were doing all day until I got home. I miss those days. Yes. <laughs> bring, bring those days yes. back, please. Um, 
you know, so we just want to thank all the teachers and educators out there at this time. And we can't wait to have our children a hundred percent all back in your, your hands. Yes, yes. Back into your care. You do an amazing yeah. job. Eager to have that happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the other ideas I had too, with this whole scheduling thing is, um, and this may be a little bit out of left field, but what if you switch some days off? You know, I think that, you know, the typical yeah. person in our business definitely works Monday through Friday, probably works an occasional Saturday, maybe part of a day Saturday on a pretty regular basis. But what if you swapped, like, say, hey, I'm going to take Wednesdays off going forward instead of Sundays or, you know, whatever. That's a great idea. You know, flip flip that whatever day it is that you think works out best for you and your family. But, you know, maybe that helps with the situation, too. You know, because I think yeah, I mean, it, for our industry, just to jump in real quick, I mean, on the real estate side, I mean, most realtors, even pre-COVID, did that. I mean, you think most realtors are showing property on Saturdays, Sundays. Mm-hmm. If not doing that, they're doing an open house. They're, they're out and about trying to get in front of people when they're not at work. And then they take a Monday or a Tuesday off and, you know, and catch up on their errands and do all that stuff. So, um, you know, I sold real estate for several years, and that's, that's one of the things I, ha- I was lucky to do. And it's kind of nice on a Monday, Tuesday, when everybody was at work, I could, I could run my errands and it was, it, it was wide open. I could yeah. go into the bank, sit down, get it done quicker, um, you know, but then hustle selling property on Saturday and Sunday. So it's a, it, it's a great point. And I think that's just, again, that's a matter of having a plan in place that that's what, you know, you're going to do. Right. You know, hey, I'm going to take every Wednesday. And, and here's the other thing is I, I think generally speaking, at least for me, and I, and I know that maybe I... I you know, operate or manage uh, my day a little bit differently than some, but m- my calendar is pretty intentional, you know, meaning that I've seen your calendar. You <laughs> are correct. <laughs> you know, it's pretty intentional about what that day, what that week, what that month is going to bring. But there are also days when like, maybe, you know, you need a, like a mental day, block it off, right? Where I'm still working and still available my calendar that day may just not have a lot of intention on it. Sure. So like I take whatever comes my way, but I'm not necessarily doing anything to to chase it. And so I think, you know, that, that plays into that too is so maybe if you decide to take that Wednesday off, maybe it's just a day of not being intentional and -hmm. you take whatever comes, you'll answer the phone, you'll take whatever calls that you have to, but you're not being proactive to that specific day. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think another part of that that plan or solutions is, um, you know, you got to communicate with your kids what's going on. Um, you know, they need to understand what the day is going to look like or what the week is going to look like from your perspective on how you're going to be doing your business and also set them up for what their day or their week is going to look like. Um, again, going back to that, you can be proactive or reactive, and that's a proactive um, mm-hmm. measure. You had shared with me that you you guys put a system in place in regards to texting. Yeah, so um, starting day one from school um, to avoid them, uh, you know, my three children coming in and saying, I want an English muffin. <laughs> you know, I, I want an orange juice. It's, you got to text us. You know, we're at work and um, the, m- m- their joke to me is, oh, daddy has a Zoom call, VIP. I flip a sign around and that's the 
VIP is on. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, and that's not to get Zoom bombed, <laughs> as we've all had that fun pleasure and experience yeah, over the I, last five or six months getting I, Zoom I, bombed. I, I, I saw I, your, your daughter Zoom bombed you just about a week ago. Yes, I think. yes. Yeah. My, listen, this is my best Zoom bomb so far, and uh, I'll go off track a little bit because it's yeah, kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, sure. So, um, it, it, I was having the carpets cleaned at my house, and I found like since I've been working at home, I've been having like all of this work done. And the the carpet crew was supposed to come out a specific day, and I had it scheduled, and everything was prepared. And they called me like the day before. I think it was on a Sunday. Actually, he's like, "Hey, our our truck is broke. Um, I'm going to have to reschedule if that's okay." And I was like, "Sure, not a problem. It's not like I mean, I'm just going to be here all day every day, right?" And uh, so the day that they schedule it happens to be a day like I'm packed with Zoom calls all day. Now, if you've had your carpets cleaned any time recently, you know the thing is pretty loud. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take these Zoom calls out on my pool deck and um, let them do their thing that they're doing in the house. Well, that particular day, my parents are supposed to be coming and picking up my kids. This is during the summer um, to take them out to do something, and I'm sitting there on a call, and I've got this is an like most of the executives in our company are on this Zoom call, and sure enough, my mom walks out, walks right in front of, I've got headphones, the whole nine yard. Gotta like, give her a like, sonic kiss. Like it's very obvious that I'm on a Zoom. And my mom comes in, stands right next to me, starts asking all these questions. I'm like. No clue. You know, and she's like, can they see me? I'm yeah. like, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. You know, no, no clue what's going on. So yeah, that's pretty funny. But um, yeah, I like that. So you put up some sort of sign one of the things that I've done is um, I, I print my schedule every morning, put it on the office door so the kids know, hey, you know, dad's on this call or he's yep. in this meeting or whatever. They know when to come ask me. But one of the other things that started happening is, um, you know, they'll write notes. And like there's a certain part of my office where when I'm on a Zoom call, like they could pass me something without anybody seeing it. And it'll say something like, hey, I'm going down the street to you know, play with the neighbor kid or something like that. I'll be back at two o'clock. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you put a plan in place. I do recall probably maybe some point during the summer that you had lost track of where you two girls were yes. one day. Well, more than once. Right. And <laughs> maybe came out of the office and found the house a little disheveled. Oh you want to talk a little bit about that, Brian? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, yeah, you're acting like this never happened to you? Um, just uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's like, Chip bags, donuts, <laughs> cans of soda. I mean, it's like they just. It's there like, was a party. Hey, we can make anything we want. You know those. Um, I tell you, one of the things I'm never buying again are you know in the summer they have those popsicles that you buy in like the the plastic sleeves. Yes. And I don't even know what you call those cool pops, but what popsicle? I man, I would find those wrappers. They were they were eating like six of those a day. And I'd find them all over the house with morning, the top, noon, and night with the tops cut off, yep. and they would just leave the top wherever they cut it off at. But yeah, you'd come out and it'd be like, oh my gosh, a bomb went off in this place. Yes, I mean we're 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 fortunate that our children, for us, they're old enough now to do the homeschool and and be responsible enough on their own and to uh, you know obey the rules that we've set. You know, some of the challenges that I don't know if you want to talk about this. Uh, you know, some of the LOs or some of our team members that have younger kids. And they're doing the virtual. I mean, that's, you know, my heart's out to you. I mean, uh, you yes. know, I, I couldn't imagine having three of my own. My youngest is in seventh grade. So he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, they're all perfectly capable to log yep. in and, and, yep. and, and go throughout their day. But for those folks that have, you know, 
preschoolers at home trying to do that and, and, and even grade school kids. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's the challenge. Yeah. I mean, I, and I, I think for sure it is. And, and, you know, we, we've been working with some of our, our team members that are, that are experiencing that as well. Um, and one of the other challenges that we, that we saw during the summer was not all of the daycares were open or available. And mm-hmm. so you've got a, a household with two working parents and no daycare available to you. You know, thankfully in our jobs and in real estate too, our schedules are flexible enough that, you know, it's not necessarily nine to five. Right. And so now you've got a parent who's at home with a four-year-old, a three-year-old, whatever. And I mean, as you know, there's no just sitting them down in front of the TV. You got to stay in your toes. Hands on. You know, it's, yep. it's hands, hands on. on. You know, it's uh, it's zone coverage, not necessarily man to man. You know, um, so yeah, I, I certainly. And that's so for a those folks, for game. those folks, absolutely must have a plan. Probably have to rethink a schedule. Probably have to go at it with two. You know, dual parenting. Yes. You know, essentially, if somebody's you know work split shifts essentially at home and and make sure there's a parent that's there to guide those children. You know, through through their day. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that may mean working late nights yeah. for some folks. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking up. about. You know, maybe the schedule the now that is, they need to set. is one to eight o'clock instead of nine to five or nine to six sure. or whatever. Yep. So, you know, we, we've talked a little bit here, John, about, um, you know, how do we alter a plan or build a plan based on the school you're starting? And I think what we're really getting at is it's very important to build routines um, in your work day or the model of business that you're going to do. But I think the next caveat to this, and this could probably be a whole different podcast, but you know, business plans right now in the environment when it's like shifting sands, you know, when you think about out the window, out the window. Yeah. You know, you think about, you know, we started doing business planning with our teams, you know, like October, November of 2019. And I think, although we teach, that you know you write that business plan in pencil not necessarily pen um a lot of people go into it with the mindset of this was my 2020 business plan it works from january 1 to december 31st and in large part you could probably do that and get away with it this year has been a totally different animal and i think you know whatever you started the year off with you know i would imagine a lot of us got derailed Right. COVID threw us upside down and we might have never even sure. gone back to a plan. Like yep. you had a plan. What is, is it? Is it Mike Tyson that says everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth? Right. That was his plan. Yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, that's truly kind of what has happened this year. And so, you know, I think you've got to take a look at our business plans nowadays. Not it's really like a rolling 30 days. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's gone. We've gone from, you know, being shut down for almost 60 days then it, what looked like reopening uh, Memorial Day weekend mm-hmm. and kind of loosening back up and it's just it's it's been upside down crazy yeah right I mean I think you know most uh most realtors are you know prior to COVID most realtors and LOs probably never logged in and, and did much with Zoom at all yeah um so here we are six months later just th- there's probably not a single one that hasn't done multiple you know, Zoom calls oh, over sure. the last five or six months and, sure. and Zoom webinars. So it's changed our business forever. Um, this isn't temporary with Zoom and some of these Zoom webinars. And it's been it's been a blessing for all of us. I mean, as, as an industry for us, we were able to stay front and center of, 
you know, our, our referral partners and, you know, keep everybody abreast of what was going on in our industry. Um, you know, lots of changes. I mean, you know, that we, you know, I mean, it was just, you know, we get thrown into this and I think it just, it was upside down with the lending changes that we went through and, you know, forbearance came, that word was thrown out there a little bit. And, um, you know, what, what that meant for folks with homes and, you know, how that all worked. Yeah. I mean, I think that's still yet to unravel. Yeah. Um, that's a whole nother probably conversation we could do in a future yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. as well. Um, but I think, you know, what, what I'm hearing you say is like right now the, there was so many changes going on that we were continually having to adjust to. And I think at some point you just, you just work through them. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a hurdle, I climbed over it, but at some point you have to get back to that more narrow focus. And I think right now it's about every 30 days. Um, because I think the other thing too, is the behaviors or the activities that you probably had as part of your business plan in 2019, when you made it in 2019 to come into 2020, you can't even do some of them. You know, like I'm just going back to like, I built my career as an originator on broker opens and open houses. Sure. You know, and you're not seeing a whole lot of, well, first of all, in our market right now, they probably sell. You don't even do that. Before the sign gets put put in the yard. yard. Inventory Um, problem. But you're not seeing broker opens and open houses with the same frequency that you used to. I did that because I went to those types of things to meet a new agent, right? right? And so now that I've met you, when I call you, it's not necessarily a cold call. And I had a whole plan to what I did from that point. And again, probably another great podcast. Um, But that's an example of something that you may have had as part of your business plan that today isn't a relative piece of it. And so you've really got to identify in the current environment that we're in, what are the activities that you should be doing or could be doing to drive your business? You know, and I think that those are more narrow, which means when you get narrow, you, you typically get a lot better, right? So like you've heard the saying, you can be a jack of all trade and a master of none. In this case, if you're going to do three or four things, you're probably going to do those three or four things really Pretty well. well. Yep. Um, you know, so... Um, you know, I think, again, you need to review it about every 30 days. Um, I think that, you know, I'm a big proponent of numbers. Numbers tell a story. Um, do you know what your numbers are and what are you tracking? Like you went through an exercise recently that I'm so glad that you did because my takeaway when you shared the data with me was, hey, we've got originators and branch managers all over the country that are blowing the doors off. but they're Killing pur- it. But their purchase business... If they had to live on only that, eye opening to some, yes, Yes. they would probably be very shocked, you know, to where their business was. So, you know, my, and again, we can probably have a whole nother podcast on the, you know, numbers tell a story, but right now I think you need, what I'm trying to say is you need to know what you're tracking. You need to review it because it's going to help you see where you've come from so that you know how to adjust to where that you want to go. This run's not going to last forever. It is not going to last forever. You had a, um, you had a, a they're hanging on for dear life yeah, right you, now. You, so, I mean, for, for business planning and the switches, I mean, again, we're fortunate. Um, many, many folks aren't, uh, essential and, and as fortunate. So, you know, we're thankful all of us to be in this industry at this time. Um, but we're, we're doing extremely well with interest rates at record level lows 
and they're hanging on for dear life. I mean, they're, you know, the folks that have been doing this a while now have a, a big enough database that they've, they're helping past clients saving, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars, yeah. you know, you know, so it's all that savings is going back into the economy. So from a big picture, I mean, we're, we're helping, you know, millions of homeowners save a lot of money that that money is going back into savings and back to stimulate the economy. So it's just been, it's been pretty hectic. I mean, I know some of our folks are just off the charts, crazy busy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a, it's a blessing, you know, but you know, over to your point, I mean, again, it's just recognizing where your business comes from right now. Be thankful for it, but just, you know, keep in check where it's at now and think six months, 12 months where you need to be. And hey, don't be afraid to take a day off every now and again. Everybody needs a little rest and recharge. That's right. Right. So first podcast, what'd you think? You have fun? I had fun. Yeah. Cool. It was awesome. So I, I appreciate everybody who's uh, logged in to listen to us, to watch us, whatever avenue that you might be catching this podcast, the Contacts, the Contracts podcast. I'm Brian Lovell with my co-host, John Jones. Don't forget to, if you like what you saw, like it, subscribe so that you can get alerted when our next podcast comes out. And uh, if you liked it too, don't forget to share it on all your social media networks. Thanks, Brian. We out. We're out.